Hey, welcome to the Kingsman Podcast brought to you by Forged Men's Ministry. In this podcast, we dig into scripture using the SOAP notes. Now, SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. A great way to get a little more out of your daily study. So let's join in and see what God's got for us. It's been one of those days, guys. Or start later. (laughs) (laughs) It's been one of those days. All right, so today we're doing Hebrews. Hebrews 11.1. Not Hebrews 1.1. No. Because when you look Hebrews 1.1, your notes are not going to match. (laughs) (laughs) Too many ones. (laughs) Hebrews 11.1. All right. Which is, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen. This is a good one. This one's got some words to talk about. Yeah. So who wants to open us up? Who wants to? Well, I mean, we're, so one. we're talking about faith. Yep. Um, so it talks about assurance. So our faith is assurance of things hoped for. So we're assured through our faith. Yeah, and then leading into convictions of things not seen. So, you know, the things hoped for, what is that? Is that heaven? Is that, what? what is that that we're hoping for? And then the conviction of things not seen. Is that, is that God? Because hmm. we could say we haven't seen him or we didn't see Jesus because we weren't here. We weren't alive when he was. But. Sure. We can see him every day yeah. in his creation. I, I kind of push against that one for that very reason of like, okay, if you say, well, God's not here, we can't see him or hear him and all that kind of stuff. And I heard uh, an old pastor talking about how, you know, there's people that'll say, oh, I wish God was just tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. Just give me that sign. Give me that, you know, kind of like he did in the Old Testament where it was just it's like, yeah, but, you know, all those people in the Old Testament probably really wish they had a piece of him inside of them all the time. Right. And if you told them, man, you're going to have this thing, the spirit that fills you, God's spirit will fill you. They would have been hands down, take that over this. And today we go, well, why can't he just like audibly tell me something? Right. I don't know. There's a rabbit trail for you. Right. Right. There is. Right off the, right off the deep end with that one. Right. And, but building on that one, the kind of thing that's interesting about that was, you know, the, when it talks about in Exodus, the Israelis, they saw a lot of miracles, I mean, with their own eyes. And yet still, when they got in the wilderness, they still disobeyed. And the same thing with Jesus's day, you know, there were a lot of people that actually saw Jesus and saw what he did. And yet they were the ones, you know, that turned against him at the end. So, you know, sometimes seeing things um, doesn't always help build your faith sometimes. Mm. So, yeah. So to shed light on this a little more, I want to read this out of the message. Um, I, don't, I love the message. Um, I kind of jump between... When I'm doing a little bit of stuff, when I'm studying, I, I, I'll read whatever version. So for me, it's the ESV and I'll switch over to the message and kind of go back and forth between it just to get a better, kind of helps me with it. But this is the message. Um, the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. Mm. That's good. Mm. And man, that that changes that whole verse to me. Um, like the assurance. Uh, now, faith is the assurance of uh, the assurance of things hoped for. Like I think you're right, Dan. Like, mm-hmm. what do we hope for? We hope for good, right? Right. Like, I, there's there's people out there, but for the majority of people, 
a hope that things turn out for the, for good. Mm-hmm. So the faith is the assurance of that. Like, right. It is the foundation of everything. Yeah, the so. things hoped for, I mean, that's pretty broad. It could be narrowed down just to the kingdom, because mm-hmm. that is the ultimate, that's the gift of our faith. <clears throat> I like the second part where he says, convictions of things not seen. You know, it's later on in Hebrews, it talks about that he, being God, rewards those who seek him. So we're seeking something that's not seen. Mm. We're seeking God. And it's having that conviction that I think is is part of, you know, kind of what we talked about in Ephesians about our, our strength in our faith and how much are we working to grow our faith and our knowledge through learning scripture and, and reading and prayer. You know, conviction is the same, I think, as strength. Hmm. You know, how, how convicted are you in the things you've not seen based on what scripture tells us? Hmm. You know, I think that's a, a good way to, to strengthen and, and uh, grow your faith. Hmm. How about you, Johnny? What's uh, uh, thinking about this? You know, it's so um, you know, it's a basic definition of faith. And what struck me is that this this entire verse kind of ties into maturing and growing in your Christian walk. Because faith, uh, the first part, where in things hoped for. You know, if I think if we're all honest with ourselves, when we were young Christians. We still had a lot of world left in us. And, you know, we hoped for more money. We hoped for uh, a new boat. We hoped for uh, the new four-wheeler or a vacation in Hawaii. You know, there's all these things that we hope for that's really centered around me, me, me. But then as we interact with their fellow Christians and, and we pray and God shapes us into being more like his son, Jesus, we start hoping for the things that God starts hoping for. Mm-hmm. So we start hoping to, to see his word spread. We start hoping to see uh, the poor get fed and, and uh, people that's never heard of Jesus start hearing from him and people to be discipled and grow in Jesus. And so what we're hoping for as we mature, it kind of changes over time, I think, as we mature. Hmm. And then that conviction of things not seen, you know, at first, at least speaking for me, you know, when I first uh, became a believer, you know, my faith was weak, you know, and I felt really, really afraid that, you know, something might happen to destroy my faith, you know, and I believed in, in hard things, you know, what I thought was hard science or, or things I could touch and feel. And then what I started realizing over time, and I think this is true in a lot of uh, as people mature, is that the things not seen suddenly become more real and more strong. You know, my experience with God my experience with his love, even though I cannot reach out and physically touch it, uh, they become more real and more strong and more of a foundation. Whereas uh, I think something that I can use just an example, like, you know, you take your car, you can feel your car, you can touch it, you can get into it, it starts and takes you somewhere, but then it could break down at any moment, you know, it could run off on a ditch, especially on these Alaska icy roads. And mm-hmm. so, the faith that you have in these physical things may not, they may not be as, as strong or as real as you think them, them are, you know, mm. uh, you put your faith in money well, money can go away or you put your faith in a relationship that might end. And I guess over mm. time, those things not seen, they actually become stronger and, and more real than, than the physical objects, if that makes sense. So. Mm. It, yeah. do, it does. I like that, Johnny, how you articulated that with, you know, 
from a young believer and growing your faith, you know, and I think a lot of Christians, we hit a, a time where we experience that transition from a believer to a follower. Mm-hmm. That's good. Where you're just, your your faith has gotten so strong, you more, you're trying to change your life, trying to change who you are, how you are with others, and and what you hope for. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's not the materials, they become less important. So for me, like, naturally, I, I don't like the term follower. Hmm. Because for me, there's a, almost a weakness, I feel, it along it. Like, okay, well, I'm following this person. I'm putting myself behind them. And like I almost naturally want to be the leader. Right. And I don't know if that's a, a just a, a, a man thing, a guy thing, or if that's just me. But, it, yeah, so no, I just say, that. like, follower. Like, I well, I don't want to just blindly just be kind of like, okay, like... The, right. the dopey person behind the crew who's doing the work. Mm. No, you're, you're you're charging into battle behind a great general type of a feel. Right. How many of us grew up watching uh, um, John Wayne and right. you know, when I picked the movie and would you want to be riding right there next to him charging into battle? I think a true grit where he's riding in. After the line of bad guys, there's like six bad guys, and it's just him. And I just, I remember as a kid thinking, man, I want to be, I, I want to do that. I want to be right there with him doing that, you know? Right. And that's, that's falling because everything you're doing is trying to align yourself with that. Like, I tried to even get the little gun swirl thing. If you, if you haven't seen True Grit, you need to go watch True Grit to really understand what Jesus is trying to tell us here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but the old version of True Grit. Well, obviously the old version. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I, I like your your um, point there around following because it following can have a connotation of weakness. Hmm. You know, I've been I've grown my career in leadership positions. Yeah. And I love leadership, love leading people, love challenges. Not a huge fan of following somebody at work unless yeah. they're that John Wayne character. Yep. They're really good, but I think in following Christ, I was having a conversation with a friend earlier today trying to figure out my walk in discipleship and ministry and where I should go. And mm-hmm. and I just, I told him, I said, I just want to be a mule for Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, just work me. I mm-hmm. just want to work for you. And I think that's kind of that mindset of following. Yeah. You know, whether it's at the engage table or urban mission or uh, fireworks or, you know, the stuff that we do at church to serve yeah. our community. That's following. That's, that's so good. It's, it's, uh, yeah. It's working for Christ. That's that's great. I love that, man. That really that brings it home. That was really good, Dan. Yeah, well, thank you. I get lucky really every good. now and again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for me, um, I got held up with actually verse two. I know we didn't technically. So you went from one eleven to one one to eleven one now to eleven. I was two. all over with numbers. Yeah, all right, one, all right. It was just bad, but. <laughs> First go, go where says, the spirit leads you. I know, right? <laughs> Just all over Hebrews. <laughs> so this for me, though, um, it's so verse two. I'm going to read the whole thing. So now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Verse two, for by it the people of old receive their commendation. Hmm. So because of that four, I was like, okay, hmm, there's something more to this. There's something that he was he was nailing on and I'm like, well, who are the people of old? First of all, it's like, what is he talking about? Well, he's talking to the Hebrews, which 
that would have been their history. So that would have been somebody they would have known, right. which would have been the Old Testament, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people of the Old Testament, the people of old, and their commendation. So their their kudos. Their really, he's 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 saying by faith, our ancestors received received God's commendation, their blessing, their. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you think about Abraham. God said his faith was counted to him as righteousness. Abraham lived before Jesus, but his faith counted was counted to him as righteousness. Well, I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, what, what was it Abraham was promised? Abraham was promised the the nation of Israel. You'll be the father of a great nation. Mm-hmm. And he was promised that at a very late age. And, man, I can't even imagine, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you're going to get something awesome. And you look at it and go, dude, I'm like 100 years old. How? I think you're a little nuts here. How do I believe this? <laughs> yeah. But I think in my head, I go, oh, so God promised Abraham. And Abraham said, okay, God. No, I, I don't think that's accurate at all. I think Abraham said, you know what? You're kind of nuts. In fact, I believe it says that in the Old Testament. He's like, have you seen my wife? She's old. She's barren. She can't have a kid. Mm-hmm. You're losing your mind. So even in that, he still had faith. And it says that right here. He's even telling the, the authors actually saying that to people. Like, he had faith even in this. So right. uh, I'm working through this as I'm going here, guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think we can, you know roll into application you know one of the things that i took away from this was i will feed my faith through reading scripture and prayer i think we talked a little bit about that as well in the last podcast you know is how are you growing your faith how are you feeding it how are you building it up into a strong foundation so that it's unwavering Mm. in times of pain in times of trial in times of ambiguity you know, so that you have such a strong faith, yeah, it, it, nothing touches you. Like like Paul, so, the love that he went through because of his faith while he's in prison, while he's getting beaten. I know all of us have gone through just sucky times, past, present, future. We all have things that just suck in our lives, and that verse two to me does not say they had the cheery, happy, everything was okay. And it was counted to them as righteousness. They had faith. I I find it hard to believe if you really know what a Roman prison was like, that Paul went into that. Oh yeah. I get to go to jail. Right. (laughs) I'm sure that sucked. Right. Being marooned on an Island, you know, or shipwrecked on an Island and being bit by a poisonous snake, all these things, I'm sure it wasn't a cakewalk, but he still had, the faith which brought him joy. Right. I think we get those things mixed up that joy, the joy we have in our faith does not mean we are, everything's fine and everything's happy and everything's happy, go lucky and fine. You know? Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's the, the joy when we're pissed. Right. So, but I think that cuts both ways. You know, it's our faith in Christ, our faith in God's grace. It makes joy better mm-hmm. and it makes pain tolerable. Mm, that's a good way to put it. You know, yeah. it's, it's a pretty handy tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And kind of building on that, my application was, you know, to 
one thing about this faith is to to have faith kind of in the things to come. Uh, this life, it's only going to be just a, a short, very short part of the eternity to which we're called. And I think sometimes as Christians, we kind of hesitate mm-hmm. to talk a little bit too much about eternity in heaven, because um, I think a lot of people will take a look at that as, oh, that's kind of radical, or or you're focusing on the future and not on the here and now. But I think if it's done properly, that hope of heaven will get us through a lot of this pain, you know, because mm-hmm. you were talking about Abraham, you know, he was, he left his hometown, he had to, uh, he actually waited for years for God to bring him a son after he heard that initial promise. And then, you know, at one point, then he was called to sacrifice that son, mm-hmm. you know, and so through all that pain, you know, he, he kept that faith in the things not seen and the things that he hoped for. And for us, uh, I don't think God ever calls us to get to the point where we try to enjoy the pain or the suffering. But what gets us through that is that long-term vision of that mm-hmm. vision of heaven and eternity and what we're doing to build that kingdom that's going to last forever. Mm. And that's one thing for my application is try to just put that at the center of my focus of that that blessing, that eternity to come. And, and the more that he uses us to build his kingdom now— you know, I would love to see, um, to have a part one day and bringing people into that kingdom and have somebody come up one day Amen. in heaven and say, Hey, man, I'm here because of you. Yeah. You know, and it's like Jesus doing all of it, but, you know, I really want to, to be used that way. You know what I mean? Right. And so just keeping that view of it, that's the one thing I took out of this is this definition of faith is one thing is to have faith in that eternity to come as well. Yeah. So I, I took that a step farther in the kingdom view to walk in the day-to-day task in faith. Because mm. it's really easy for me to have the kingdom view at like this 30,000 foot view, but those day-to-day things, I lose it. Driving on the Glen and somebody cuts me off and now I'm pissed off and frustrated or it never fails. Anytime I'm going somewhere when I'm late, there is like somebody driving 25 miles an hour in front of me. You know, it's like, it just never fails. Like, you know, it's like in those day to day little things also have the kingdom view, the kingdom mindset and that, that big perspective, like you had there, Johnny, because yep. I can separate it real easy. Yeah, so. you bet. That kingdom view is still the same if you're changing diapers or cleaning up where the dog puked <laughs> or, <it's> like, <laughs> or yep. stuck on the Glen like you're yep. <laughs> right. All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap up out of this. So, um, John, you want to pray for us real fast? Just sure. Something fast. All right. Father, help us latch on to this faith. Uh, let us not latch on to it passively, uh, waiting on you all the time, but have the Spirit guide us. And Lord, uh, give us the assurance of faith, but also have the Spirit work in us to make it an active faith. And it's so simple, Lord, this faith, but sometimes in our human minds, it can be difficult. And so, Lord, just have the Spirit lead us through that difficulty and and just uh, work out this faith day to day in things both mundane and also in in the big picture, Lord. Lord, uh, we thank you for everything you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. uh, Yeah. We're wrapping it up and hit us up on social media. We got our Forged Men Facebook group if you're interested in that. And uh, whatever platform you listen to this on, whether it's iTunes or Google or whatever, go in and like the podcast, share the podcast, and give us a good rating. So, all right, boys. Awesome. See you next time. You bet.